0: Hi, all, welcome back. I'm Shiko. I'm Nyam. And I'm Gavani. And this is OK. OK, Tia.
1: Tia, oh My god, guys, I've it's been so, so long. Much. I had forgotten <laughs> what are you forgetting? She was like, I was just I feeling up? the pressure to be like, It's me who goes second. <laughs> it better be, you need to keep notes. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, 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 guys, hi, fine, hi, too, hi, too, hey,
0: what a time! I know, how have you guys what been? Not moments. like I don't talk to you guys every
1: week, but how have you been? And you're
0: asking. For the people. For the people.
1: Hey. Okay. I can start. I have been well. I'm. I'm good. Uh, hey. I even forgotten how to talk casually. I'm like, yes. The season has been great. Um, <laughs> you put on your anyways, your government. Your political. Yeah. She's <laughs> um, like, it's time. Yeah. For it's work. been. It's been a good couple of weeks. Um. A couple of transitions happening for me. So it's. Um. Also. bit of a heavy time but like in a good way also like really positive change um i'm starting to think that actually like september october is my life shift season i don't know what makes you say that it just there's like a lot of crucial life decisions that always seem to fall in that period of time you know how, like, there's a Mercury in retrograde type situation. I feel yes, like it's September me, in what? Mine is like end September, Nini, is when, like, anything that's coming to a close. Anyway, I'm so also a babe of reading She said nini. September in closing. Hmm? <laughs> your year ends in September. <laughs> What's your version Retrograde. the end of my emotional year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Some people have financial clothes. I have emotional clothes. Damn. Ooh,
0: what a, anyway. What
1: yeah, but anyway, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Gavani? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, when was the last time we spoke so that I know even where to start? My life has been... A lot has happened. I am busy. I am alive. I am thriving. I am so excellent actually um but in my excellence i am exhausted so what's been going on i am um so i've had events that did really well um i think the last time did i go to i was in dallas the last time we had an episode so i came back from that had amazing connections from that um um speaking at very many things now like it's weird being the person i just presented so there was as as we're today when we're recording this i just like presented an award for like um african podcasters so it's like i'm an award presenter in the podcasting space if you hear squeaking oscar has decided he's taking his ball right now um he's quite happy with it it hasn't started squeaking yet but it might um anyway so yeah i'm like presenting awards um I've been invited to panels. It's just like, eh? How am I this person? So I have like speaking arrangements planned, cause like who am I? It's so weird. But like, also I'm a boss bitch. So. Speak up yourself. <laughs> also, um, in the words of the great and wise Isari, it's feeling like me season and yes, yes! Oh, love that. <laughs> We're here for you, season. Yeah, We're here you. for you, season. Shiko, how are you? after all your adventures traveling and being locked in crazy planes let me tell you
0: i don't know i feel like this year my life has just been a movie you know where you're just kind of like if i could write a book i could write the whole book on 2022 and we haven't even we haven't even like gotten to the end and it's just like silly, silly stuff that's just been coming up, and I'm like, "Wow, here we go again." I think the last time we talked, um, I had that whole crazy travel experience, and then um, I got COVID and missed my concert and everything. Right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> what a drama! Oh my so, god! So a little update.
1: Do the people know about the concert? no they don't they don't know about the atlanta only.
0: they know about atlanta Please. they know about atlanta you,
1: yeah covid atlanta concert is the one exactly about. quick um, Take it away. what is it
0: called rick Re- recap
1: <laughs> update
0: the way, the way you guys said that together i can't i can't um yeah so quick update um so because we missed our concert we're going to see the weekend and the weekend is Christian's favorite artist um we got covid the week of the Atlanta show so i was like wild idea because he was really bummed about it let me buy tickets for the la show because it fell on labor day weekend so um we wouldn't have to take off work because we get monday off and i was like so let me surprise him so that's why i hadn't addressed it on the podcast i think you uh, my sisters knew obviously what was going on Mm. so Uh i planned this whole trip um a surprise trip to la for the weekend show and it's supposed to be the greatest trip of The year, like I felt like that wife, you know what I mean. Like I, I was like, please, anyone would be lucky to to be married to me right now. Of course, that's how I was feeling.
1: Marry me, marry me, say yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but yourself.
0: We finally get to LA. I surprised him at the airport. I told he he literally didn't know where we were going until we were boarding the flight, and then he didn't know what we were doing, and he was like so excited about it. Um. And then we go to the concert. When I tell you the weekend plays two songs, you've probably seen this because it was everywhere on the internet, he loses his voice. (laughs) he uses his voice after song number two and he's like guys i'm so sorry like my voice went out i have to cancel this show but i'll make it up to you guys you'll be refunded or i'll reschedule or something let me tell you within an hour and you know i was over here posting instagram stories like we can't wait to see you we had bought merch first of all la robbed me let's talk about that for a second. Our, our stadium in Atlanta is so cheap. Like when we go there, it's you know, like how when you went to the movies with your parents when you were younger, like you would carry your snacks in your bag because you knew the, the whatever is expensive. The theater is expensive. So you don't buy your popcorn there, you bring popcorn in your bag. Did you guys These never are my do this?
1: Confession. I'm just like, <laughs> we are learning a lot about you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you I guys never I can't did can't that. Be we cannot I, I relate. Have, like, you guys would buy food in the in the i have i have carried i have carried food from the supermarket in my bag thank you not because not because okay but popcorn is not it's not like popcorn is expensive it's just that what they have as offerings i didn't want i wanted what i wanted from the supermarket so i brought it so yeah it's different Um. We just used to eat before. Then you just enter like <laughs> that kavu. <kabo. laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You know, the thing is, like, I remember when we were in Kenya and um Prestige, Prestige used to have some yummy popcorn downstairs. You know that guy who used to have that yes. standard of popcorn? It was so good. So every oh time God, you'd go to so Nakumato or whatever, you'd want that popcorn. But yeah, then every time rabbi. we'd go upstairs. Because you can smell like, it from, I wanted... like, the
1: popcorn. Exactly. Actually, like, the popcorn from the parking lot.
0: Exactly. Uh, even that one, I'm not going to lie, it used to come in those brown paper bags. He would, he, I've been put for popcorn over there and then I've put it in my bag and gone upstairs to watch a movie.
1: Wow, That's fine. As long as it's popcorn. Yeah. It's fine. So anyway, yeah. that
0: stadium was very expensive. We bought merch and you already know artist merch is like going to be expensive, but you buy it for the experience, just for him to lose his voice after two songs. <laughs> and we're <laughs> like, it. dang
1: yeah if you think so about we, it it was also a special one-of-a-kind concert it really was It will always be remembered as the concert he never gave
0: exactly and then all of you guys sending me the shade room posts until <laughs> the <a> weekend's voice <laughs> gone out i'm like yes i know i know i was there <laughs> oh my gosh so anyway wow. yeah the last update and who was, was meant to guys. be the guest
1: wasn't there I meant to be a guest appearance
0: yeah. Hey, man It's okay. The it's plot okay. begins. <laughs> but yeah, so needless to say, I am still um taking L's and losing money. But life is good. I can't complain.
1: We love wow. we love to hear it.
0: Yeah. Sawa so, uh, Nyambura.
1: You I ready? got the to spin you. over to you. The wheel hey, not the spin. I can spin the wheel. Let's get it. Are you ready? Well, wow. Like, I've refused all of the okay. suggestions coming. Someone put for me a country song. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> by the way, I feel like we forgot to
0: mention this is not the beginning of season two. This is just a bonus episode.
1: Also, so that's what I was going to say. You, you can still spin, spin, spin the air because it's not season two, technically. Okay. I don't know why people are trying to change what it is I was doing and it wasn't broken. <gasps> Why are you trying to fix it? <laughs> Please. Excuse. Please. First, You're you the one your who asked them for suggestions. Why are you yeah, catching? I've been given a country. It's because it was a country song. I mean, we can't go from Elaine to country. Anyway, what's our category? <laughs> what's the
0: song, what's the song, <laughs> oh, the song that okay. they have given you?
1: She can't even remember it. That's probably why. She when. can't remember. remember it. Oh. I just... Okay, maybe next week. I'll give the... In the intro... I will give the suggestions, then maybe they can vote. Even though I know I'll ignore their voting, I can make them feel like they have democracy. But I'll treat (laughs) it like an African election where it's like, let's pretend we are picking the (laughs) president, but we know the president. You know, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. So, anyway, guys, the category we have landed on is Bookworm. Bookworm. Oh, my goodness. So, what are you guys reading? What was the last time I read a book? bro oh. i don't remember Sound the nonsense. last time i read a book i have been trying to go back to reading the big leap um because i feel like that's a space i'm in of trying to like i've been so i, I got a therapist praise the lord hallelujah um i'm and in, in therapy um we've been discussing i've been doing a lot of like i don't use the word self-sabotage but things like that so I was trying to get into that book because it feels it feels like it normally helps me get out What's of that space. What's it about? Space. about tell us the Big the Lip book? is okay. So the Big Lip is like the theory behind it is um, there's a th- like in everyone's life you have a certain level of uncomfortability that you're comfortable with, and everyone believes you know that thing of. Um, when something when everything is going really well it just means something bad is about to happen and it's basically getting out of thinking that we're getting out of that cycle because the only Mm -hmm. reason we think that way is because like you can only take in as a certain level of greatness based on how much that has happened in your life and when great things happen to you you self sabotage almost to get yourself back into something uncomfortable like a comfortable level of like yuck so for example you could be doing really well in your business and your career is going really well but then you find reasons to fight with like your husband because then now you can't like have a great marriage and have success in your career at the same time and so it's trying to get out of that um because like now for me a lot of what i'm dealing with now like i mentioned i'm doing a lot of like panels speaking and all of this so it's like imposter syndrome central where it's just like why is it you being picked how is it your this person and it's just being like okay no but I'm deserving but in order to get my voice for I'm deserving I need to break that cycle but also be aware of if I would be self-sabotaging somewhere else So I might be doing well in like the office but then suddenly maybe I'm arguing with you guys all the time you know what I mean Mm. or um doing something else and it's just like why don't I feel like I can be happy all the time so that book kind of gets you into a space where you're trying to figure that out whether from business personal life and all of this and so Mm -hmm. i was i'm trying to get back into that space of becoming more aware of what my thoughts are and being okay with things going right in my life in all aspects of life you know so it's not like i don't deserve to be in this space or because work is going so great something else must go wrong and it's like no because especially now Mm. that like i'm working out i have a therapist so like mental is doing well physical is doing well work it's is doing thriving well, spiritual is doing well and it's just like that thing of are we thriving are we okay with thriving something's going wrong what's going wrong and being like yeah. why why it does you have to go wrong? Mm. exactly mm. and the guy calls it upper limit problem where it's just like you, you a reach what? sorry a, an upper an upper limit problem so you okay. set yourself up for like at this level anything above that in greatness i don't deserve or i can't and it's very subconscious it's not like you actually go about trying to sabotage yourself Mm -hmm. and so the book basically makes you aware of the moments in which you're doing that to yourself so i was trying to get back to that book because i am in a space where i know i'm about it's very you know when you're like i can tell here i feel like something is about I'm going to do something to make it wrong. So mm-hmm. I need to be aware of it so that I can stop myself. So that I can continue thriving because I deserve it. That's so yes. good. So hey, who's the, the do you know lip. who the author is? Who's the author? His name is... <laughs> um. Oh my God, I forgot. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Let me find it. Is it a newish book or it's been around? No, it's it's been around for a while. Um okay. It's called So I, I got it from oh, and he also has an um what do you call it a podcast on the book as well. Hmm. So if you're not it's called he's called Gay Hendrix. Um he Yay. also has a podcast yeah gay g-a-y okay. hendrix mm-hmm. um so it basically tries to get you into your space of genius so that you can recognize like things like that he talks to like business people who are like trying to stop their like company from going to certain areas and it's just like why are you doing this and when he sits down with them it's something simple like i feel like i'm losing control of this one thing and it's just like okay but if that adjusts then you're fine And it's just like yeah that's it And then Mm -hmm. it's very small things that you're basically doing to stop yourself from thriving. And I don't want to do that to myself. So I'm trying to fight imposter syndrome. Cause I'm like, are you sure I'm the one who should be on this panel? Cause like I'm on a panel, for example, for international podcast day, right? And it's part of their like actual live events for the guys who planned the thing. And it's just like me really? Yeah, okay, allowing yes, yourself, allowing
0: yourself to accept that you're not yes. there by mistake is exactly such a to be big like big, this hey, is my space. Guys, we have to do yeah. an episode on of on on imposter, imposter syndrome, <laughs> syndrome because right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's like where there.
1: I am. Yeah, I'm in like imposter syndrome central, and it's just like fighting. It's also being aware. The problem is when self aware, so that you know you know what it is you're doing and then trying to stop it and so being like um this is wrong you deserve this like and so it's Mm. a fight between like i deserve it and but do i sabotage Mm. and that's basically what i'm literally the the definition of
0: imposter syndrome
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. so Mm. that's why i'm trying to get back into that book because it helped me it helps me become more aware of what it is i should be checking in myself to be like this is a moment of like um what they call upper limit probleming so he Mm -hmm. sets up like five different ones and whatever it is so maybe the episode for imposter syndrome we can go into it but yeah that is my book worm moment Uh so cool shiko what's your book oh one gq
0: um i'm kind of reading two books at the same time i started this book called all your perfects and it's by colleen hoover i think this is like maybe the third or fourth or fifth colleen hoover book i've read this year i (laughs) mean yeah and um it's about this couple who are going through it and some of the i always like look at youtubers or book reviewers um reviews of books before i go into reading them and um this book has a lot to do with um, marriage problems and children and all that stuff so I started it and I was like these are a lot of um, tough, tough subjects not that like me and Christian are going through any of that but sometimes when you read a book that feels like it's close to, a, re- a, situation close to exactly, yeah. a situation you could be exactly yeah situation you could be and you're like ah do I really want to read this you know what I mean <laughs> and I don't <laughs> I know like it. even like when I was reading the other book yeah what's the book that we read um Colin Hoover it's not oh, you're perfect what is it it called? ends with us it ends with us yeah so even yeah. I that have it book... I like how
1: you're looking at your book case it's in my house <laughs>
0: Gathering <laughs> you have to read that book but then even there were parts where me and yam when we were reading were like eh, i just need to stop not necessarily because like you've been <laughs> yeah. in that situation but you've yeah. been in a situation close enough to where it could have been that you know what i yeah. mean yeah mm-hmm. so anyway yeah that's kind of how i'm feeling about that book and then i'm also reading um the seven husbands of evelyn hugo um that's a taylor jenkins read book yeah. um this is the third time I'm actually starting it. I started I mean, it like. you did were
1: Surprised? Yeah. I'm surprised. I, I don't
0: know why it is. Like every time I pick You're surprised that book up. You're surprised she's maybe reading not, it or
1: she started it again?
0: Started it again. Because when Nyam book. was here. When Nyam was here. I gave her the book and she finished it within two days. I think it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was hooked. Oh yeah. I remember. I and remember it's not a small book. book. I remember all I'd ask her is like. Which husband are you on now? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but
0: like i kept reading it and the point i had stopped at nyam was like eh, you're so close to when it starts getting dramatic and i think i finally gave myself a chance to read it again like i literally started the book over because i feel like i had missed a lot of stories or whatever it is and mm-hmm. i reached that part she was talking about and right now i'm hooked I'm like, oh, okay, we've gotten into the meat and potatoes. You know what I like, mean? Like, now I get That's it. That's the whitest mm, statement yeah. I've ever said in my life. <laughs> Where are the Got vegetables? The meat it potatoes. depends. It
1: depends. If the meat has seasoning, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> also, it can just be nyamachoma and chips. So, yeah. Not. But,
0: ugali, I've gotten to the ugali and skuma. Let's make it that. Bash.
1: Okay. okay. Exactly. Hey. Okay.
0: This Kumariko.
1: No, Sutamu. Yeah, eh, anyway, but that's what I've been reading. Oh, cool. So nice. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you so, off. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I have been reading Yinka. Where is your husband? Um, it's fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. it's by um, let me see, Lizzie Damilola Blackburn. It's a novel. Mm Um, (laughs) I guess it's also one of those that I'm just like, well, am I going to be triggering myself? (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's basically about like an older sister who has a younger sister who's married and has a child on the way or has a baby and you know, like her Nigerian aunties and her mom are just like, when are you getting married? Um so where Yinka is your husband and she's just kind of going through those changes. Um so I'm not too far in. I'm like according to my book up, I'm 31% into the book. (laughs) Hey good reads. Um, Yeah, but um yeah, but it's 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 good so far. It's a nice light read. Um you know, just like that dating scene when you're a little older. I was just like sometimes i read it and i'm just like i'm already so exhausted is there a dating scene when you're older it's (laughs) it's no it's when you find it it, please yeah so it's like it's weird things like in her um (laughs) so she's like typing in google to be like where to find a man or you know like she puts down like kpis you know like have a date for my cousin's wedding what what is the success metric for that it not kpi like, next sunday i need to have I'm like day number of people so i'm just like whoo i like i understand it i feel it and sometimes i'm like where this life Are you really? i ain't i ate <laughs> she's like hmm. girl is it I'm like just like no please dating apps what? Or is it like allowing your auntie to set you up with that guy at the church? Ah, uh,
0: like, I can already tell you that's not the You have the triggered answer.
1: me in three things. You said dating <laughs> up, you said auntie, and church. I said, Lord, <sighs> I'm <laughs> going to be single forever. <laughs> hey. That is, wow. That's That's Inka's story. So that's, that's why i Actually, I'm you know like what it is? I should just do... Do you think Love is Blind will come to Kenya? If Love is Blind comes, I'll do no, Love No, the government can I'm never tired. accept... I'm tired. I'm like love is blind, or like um, what's the other one for? Married at first married sight. Married at first sight, bra. I'm yes. tired, even. Well, let me tell you, in an environment where Adam Levine can be singing such songs, please and girls like hey. you talking about girls like me, yeah, yeah, when talking I about why are king, you such a hoe? The ho? girl, the name of our child. <laughs>
0: remix Bruh. what i that guy but like you know i was talking to christian about it the other day and i was telling him i've never liked adam like i love maroon 5 that's like one of my favorite bands like all their music is like with sunday music you know what i mean like when you're cleaning the house or doing laundry or whatever it's always maroon 5 uh-huh. but yeah. when he started doing the view i was like i just don't know what it is about him the View, like he he not the, the voice. is the view. The voice. I was like,
1: <laughs> he was on the well, panel. So confident.
0: Whoopi Goldberg and Adam levin Could you imagine? The worst. Anyway, the voice. Best when he actually, was on the voice, he that. always gave me fuck boy vibes. And when this thing happened, Christian came to me and he was like, "You know what? You were right all along." And that was the <laughs> best thing you can ever hear. That's literally those are. That's like my apology language. Please <laughs> tell me I was right all along. You know,
1: <laughs> that is too Girl, funny. Stop. Anyway, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So anyway. in our in our streets, as we are looking for husbands, like Yinka, don't get a bunch, Nini.
0: Yeah. Members Guys, I have a question. Husbands? I have mm. a question so um, it. was it yesterday or on friday i think two days ago i was watching um the kardashians the new season hulu epi- mm-hmm. like episode uh-huh. one and i haven't watched the kardashians in so long like i don't even i keep up with them like not on the show just like with things that happen you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you're not really keeping up yeah essentially no i used to watch the recaps even you i think Yummy you did that the recaps on um youtube instead of actually watching three minutes
1: the three minute whole episode recap is good literally
0: that's all you need um Mm. but who do you guys think represents you now because i feel like we had our people back then when we were watching keeping up with the kardashians like before it became boring but like do you think you guys would still consider yourselves the same
1: people I stay team Coco. Uh Minus the fact that she's having a baby with what's his face. God help us. Um, Had the baby girl.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like the thing that is different with us is on love life zero. But on the rest of life, I feel like we kind of are the same person. Uh So she'd still be my rep. I don't remember who I was. Was I Courtney? Yes. For Imagine sure. I don't want I really don't want to be her. <laughs> Why
0: well, you don't like you some don't tattoos, you to be married. Some Travis, to be in
1: tattoo, Some drama with Scott oh, well. I literally just be... talked about how band <laughs> members are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar has decided um, to dig the couch because he's trying Yeah, to I think in terms of like that whole wellness type vibe and push. Kind of lifestyle vibe. That's really the only thing. I feel like we could have in common. I think our lives kind of went. Very different directions. And maybe <laughs> that I talk slow. I don't know. Because I think that was another reason. I was caught me. <laughs> A B C D E F G. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I see myself in any of them and who do you feel like okay interesting oh, wow. but you guys I'm not even wrong because you also relate damn <laughs> <laughs> i'm like maybe you want to be on the sideline <laughs> so you can make money in the background you know oh
0: my gosh, god is such a hater <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said, you're not even rob. <laughs> <Hey.
1: laughs> Whoa. Well, I can't be told. i actually really I like, like Rob though. I feel like no, I really I think Rob is one of my favorites. <laughs> Even though I don't like get to keep up with him. You don't have to backtrack like, Gazani. Gatherney. you're genuinely no, so my digging. second favorite. You stand in your truth. I know. <laughs> Guys, he's making money from socks. Let's not hate on the man. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I feel like. I feel like I share anxiety with Kendall. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think they've all just like really grown they're so yeah. different from the people they used to be. Yeah. And I haven't even watched this season. This is just based off social media, yeah, Instagram. And, same. Yeah. Or even just like motherhood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm just mm, yeah, I feel like And you, Angiko?
0: Now maybe so it's like you I had feel... an answer based on your first Yeah, episode. Of course I did. I did. Yo Kim. I am Kim.
1: <laughs> Miguel, why are we not benefiting of your vibes?
0: I don't understand, but like I've been feeling very Kimish lately. Like I'm like I feel like I can conquer the world recently. And I don't know where this feeling is coming from. But I'm just kind of like, I really don't care. I can just balance a lot of things and whatever, you know? Um, but I also feel like I'm in a King Kylie era
1: yeah Uh, whoa good girl king kylie
0: honestly so i don't know anyway sorry i don't know why i felt like i needed to bring that conversation up (laughs) but
1: here we are (laughs) here here we are okay so okay so today we are going to talk about um uh, thing we found on the internet called birth order theory. So I know we did the episode on personalities and birth order and we, I was listening to another podcast and they went into it further where they were talking about how there's someone who actually did research on this theory and it's a thing. Um, so I'm gonna, I forced my sisters to do this. (laughs) Although we also got some feedback. Yeah. About that. Alright, so we got feedback and someone said that um we called it bath order and personality and we didn't go into the personalities. And then I was like now watching, listening to we a didn't podcast We did go into the bath order. Birth order, you mean? Yeah. Mm. We didn't go oh sorry, yeah, we didn't go into the bath order. And then I found out about the bath order theory and I was like, Oh, it could be a nice way for us to go into the bath orders, um, but keep in line with the conversation we we're having earlier about personalities. Yeah. So the birth order um, theory um, was created, um, done, the research was done by a guy called Adler, I believe is his name, Alfred Adler. And the theory claims the order in which the child is born shapes their development and personality, right? And what was interesting about um, how he did it is... certain things that don't count so like in culture if it's like um boys are more important so like if for example you've just had girls and then the fifth child is a boy that might not be what works because how he's treated or how the culture behaves around boy child might be different it's different for multiple children so like when it comes to twins and things like that it might not necessarily count um but they say that uh according to this um each family is different they say in blended families when they come together whoever it is in the order like first bonds now have to reorder how it is they fit in the placement so it might sometimes change now someone who was first born before the family blended changes into a different personality and then they also say what was interesting is um every three to five years it changes or it reorders so like if you have Families with large number of children, if the firstborn and like the fourthborn have like a gap of five years, or if there's a difference between five, three to five years between the children, then it basically restarts again. So the fourth child would end up acting like what would be considered a firstborn in this theory, other than acting like a middle child or as a lastborn. So. so
0: using so using our family as an example, like with Nyam being the first, you being the second and me the last, and having like that blended person, not blended personality, blended um, family um, structure, how would you yeah. explain
1: it? So it would be Nyam would be first. I would be middle when we're the three of us. So there are some things that are middle, but at the same time, because of the age gap between me and you, I could be the last born and you could be the, in first this place, born. you're the first born, you're the last born and you're an only child in all three of them in certain elements mm-hmm. just based on, because there's like now age gap of me and you is eight years. So in that sense, you already are first born. Yeah. However, in the dynamic of the three of us, when we were raised together, you're the last born. So that makes me middle. And then in some, because... The family separated and everything. You end up being an only child also yeah. because of how you were brought up. Whereas because of that, um, now I end up being a last born because of how now we were brought up in different homes. But because also of how <laughs> this Damn. is so complicated. This is how this because is how of sometimes how. Right? Mm. And because of sometimes now Nyam being away when I was in the house, there's some elements of only child also for me. Right? So interesting. So it's just like so I'm just the only you, one who's consistent at firstborn. You're the firstborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you are just you were like this is who I am. Congratulations. Then the rest of us, we are mother godanyo. Mixture, <laughs> mixing, gather them. Mix them, gather them. Um so okay. yeah, what do you um think? what they say about Oh, sorry, Do you think in that's interesting? No, I think it's true. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go into some of the personality traits and you can tell me if you agree or not. So, for the firstborn, they say, um, firstborns tend to bask in their parents' presence, which may explain why they sometimes act like mini adults. They are prone to be diligent, want to excel at everything, and as the leader of the packs. They're reliable, structured, cautious, controlling, and like high achievers, right? Before their um, siblings come in, they're used to being the center of attention. And um, that's why, because when the second child comes in, because they're not used to having like the, the undivided attention breaks from them. And so they end up sometimes um, becoming like people pleasers because they're trying to get back the attention that they were so used to having to themselves before the child came in, right? (laughs) Um, So so they were like, firstborns tend to be overachievers because they had undivided attention for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And then they tend to out, like out earn their siblings and everything because now you've had this opportunity of, I had all the attention and everything, and now I have to prove myself because the attention has gone. But in order to keep the attention coming, they realize that sometimes from success, it keeps coming back to them. And so they keep doing that. And the challenges firstborns have is because um, when at home, they're given a lot of responsibility. So a lot of adults end up treating them like mini adults. So they Mm -hmm. end up not... Being able to be children for as long as the other siblings, um, because parents are trying to figure out what parenting is from these kids. So, because of that, firstborns tend to stick to the straight and narrow. <laughs> they don't like change. They are inflexible, and are hesitant to oh. step out of their comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> Nyam, please and that let burden, us know Wait, hold on, and, that burden can lead to excess stress for a child who's already feeling pressure to be perfect. let <laughs> Just, just Do you feel like the podcast, it close it, and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're already home, but God, I've been triggered in some of those statements because when an ex tells you you're inflexible and then a bath order thing your sister is reading says the same thing, I'm just like... It's too much, you know. <laughs> it's because you're firstborn. <laughs> um Yeah, but it it sounds pretty accurate. Um, and I guess for me, I always thought like my people pleasing ways were more linked um, maybe to trying to make the folks happy because of our dynamic, but like to yeah. kind of hear that it's also just because of being a firstborn and wanting like that attention. And you know, it, what's so crazy is, you don't, I guess maybe because you're a child, you're not figuring that, it's not something you're doing purposefully, like to try and win back that attention. But like, as you are reading that, I was just thinking about myself. I was thinking about other firstborn friends I have. And I was just like, wow, Um, it is so, so, so accurate. And I think uh, you had shared like one of these, um you had shared this link with 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 us and i was like yeah that hesitant to get out of your comfort zone is real they they called it one of the main challenges of a firstborn yeah um and i guess i just i i I really identify it it's kind of like uh it's bittersweet when it's so accurate because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now I know what I need to work on. Or there's that level of self-awareness. But there's also just that, you know, feeling called out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shiko, do you feel like that also applies to you? Because according to this theory, you're firstborn also.
0: Some things, yes. Some things, no. Um, I feel like I do kind of have a people-pleasing uh, mentality. Um, no offense, but I don't think it's as intense as nyams.
1: I think it's maybe because in your first bornness, you don't have a second born. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I guess. Mm. I guess. But I definitely have that trait. Um, I think, I I mean, I don't know. I would like to think I'm flexible. But then again, that's me thinking on me you know what i mean so i might be biased yeah um no, it makes i'd sense be interesting like, to like, think what i would i'd be interested to know what you guys think i i am kind of like like am i like a firstborn
1: i feel like in my head because you have always been the child i don't know that even when i was i don't know in my head i'm just like no this doesn't seem like you certain levels of it like the overachieving um Mm. the pressure to be perfect i don't know that you realize you have like it's not like it's anyone putting it on you but i feel like things like that maybe yeah um oh trust me we've been talking
0: about it in therapy i didn't even know i was Mm. a perfectionist until like you talk to someone else and then they call you out on it and you're like oh
1: yeah (laughs) you know what i mean and then you're very structured um i feel like you're also cautious and controlling yeah. in i feel like there are certain elements of you and yam that are the same so like in your kitchens i know not to touch shit you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like both of you are just like my knife has moved three inches you know such things i feel like in those senses there are certain areas where you and yam are basically the same person yeah and i feel like those are the ones that in this would then end up being what feels or is quoted as firstborn traits yeah so i think you might have some okay so I the middle in terms child of sorry the overachieving sorry just the overachieving <laughs> we both um, said sorry our apology thing did nothing <laughs> it's okay we're we working on it pardon me you were saying sorry to cut you short so technically okay it's still an, uh, an apology uh-huh. um so yeah i think in the organized Uh, perfectionist overachieving point of view that that is true i don't know that i would say that you are maybe even a little inflexible but not 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 too i don't know i think flexibility is something that only someone who you are really vulnerable with would be able to call it out or
0: yeah, maybe you
1: should ask Christian because um, even I don't think I'm inflexible but maybe I need convincing to yeah. whereas someone else would change their thought or move differently like yeah. it takes me a little while it's not that I wouldn't change but it mm-hmm. might take me a little longer to get around and maybe that's that thing of the comfort zone um, yeah. But I don't think you're like that. I actually think you're very okay with change and shift. So maybe in yeah. that way, now is where you break from firstborn um, tendencies. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Gavani, tell us. Ati, you were saying the you other thing children. they said was also like firstborns are naturals, and I feel like both of you are that. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in that sense, you are. Kind of but then funny. if you also but, think yeah.
0: about it, like I just I just thought about this. When the people that I grew up around, like in mom's circle of friends, I was one of the oldest kids, you know? So when I grew up, like I took care of a lot of her friends' kids because they were so much younger than me. So I feel like it might not necessarily have come out in this dynamic, us three mm, you know what i mean right. because nyamo is always right, 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 there right, 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 right. but when we compare it to like other situations that i was put in then maybe that firstborn tendency came out more you know what i mean even if you uh-huh. look at how i was schooled yeah. like i was practically homeschooled like like i said in season one with like going to these small learning communities or whatever it is um but my class was always one of the highest grades so, there were still, like, a lot of younger people that I had to nanny. Yeah.
1: You know. Take care of. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about it outside the dynamic of, like, awesome. siblinghood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that makes sense. Okay. So, the middle child. A middle child would be two to infinity, depending on the age gap before yeah. the last born, right? So, um, second children or middle children, are raised with less of an iron fist because the te- test tubes or test babies, were, guinea pigs are the firstborns. I don't know why I said <laughs> test tube babies. Anyway, anyway the guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> the guinea pigs are the firstborns. So they might be less assertive, but the this means they have less attention. So the middle children have less attention coming to them because their parents don't not care as much, but they're not like as assertive with them and I feel like that continues even after the child has come so they'll still set certain rules and boundaries for the firstborn, and not necessarily put the same things for the second or younger and so what happens is the middle children become people pleasers due to the lack of the attentions they get in comparison to their older or younger siblings um the middle children always um most often feel left out um in a sense of, I'm not the oldest, I'm not the youngest, so who am I? And they tend to, in that sense, create their hierarchy or their attachment to their friends. And are more devoted to their friends than they are to the family. Because they feel like they have a sense of belonging there. Other than trying to figure out where it is they fit in the family setup. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be people-pleasers, rebellious, somewhat rebellious. They thrive in friendships, um, have large social circles and other peacemakers. They tend to go with the flow. They tend to be go-with-the-flow type people because once the younger siblings arrive, they must learn how to fit in again because adjustment with the younger ones coming in. Um, and because they, again, like I said, because less attention happens at home, they tend to forge stronger bonds with friends and are less tethered to the family and their siblings or mm-hmm. than their siblings so like it's not that they're careless but like their bonds are stronger outside their challenges um they are acutely aware that they do not get as much parental attention as their trailblazing in quotes older sibling or the beloved youngest and it can make them feel like their needs are ignored um they therefore are in a difficult position because they feel like they're less valued in the family Mm. and there's now showing that not as much cognitive support is given to them as the other like positions ideally Mm. so that is the middle child
0: do you identify
1: so what what do you feel Gadosh? I feel like it makes sense cuz I feel like I have a lot of friends <laughs> in when all I was kinds this, I was of just social like,
0: circles
1: everywhere all the time ev- like I feel like I'm not social and then I take a second and I'm just like why do I talk to all these people and for someone who doesn't like people I really talk to a lot of people <laughs> but I also have forged like very strong bonds like I have very friend like friends um do you think it's I, more than family? I don't know that it's more than family, but I feel like it's also because, and the only reason I feel like it's not more than family is because you guys have become my friends. Mm.
0: So I feel like
1: in that sense, it's not um not putting you in the same place as... I guess for a lot of people, they're not necessarily friends with their siblings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't count. But I feel like because you guys are my friends, you fit in the forged friendship so i feel like maybe i compartmentalize our relationship maybe where it's mm. like here you are being my sister here you're being my friend so it's okay mm. um but i feel like in that sense i feel like our bonds actually became stronger when we became friends when you That's are just crazy my sisters that you're able to we want as close though but you know i'm the queen of compartmentalizing in life i yeah. i genuinely i can I switch off one thing, put it in a box and I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. I'll deal with something else. So because of that, I know how to do that. I, I can understand how it would work, but I feel like our friendships, be- our, our relationships became better when we were friends. And so I feel like when you are my sisters, this sounds weird. When you are my sisters, I feel like the article made sense. But now that you are my friends, it makes sense because now you are like, you're not family. I don't know how to explain that. It makes
0: sense, but it just, to me, doesn't make sense how you're able to separate them. But then again, that's just a different
1: personality type, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like
1: in my head, you're not, you don't fit under family for, like, my life. Yeah. You fit more under friends. And I guess that makes more sense because that means... I feel like you guys are closer because if then my bond is closer with my friends then i feel like it's stronger for me to have you as my friends than as my sisters that's fair do you think they have you seen a trait that is me i don't know about me being i feel like sometimes am i people pleasing i am but i feel like also am i so when i read this article it was i think not that there's such a big difference but for the first one they talked about people pleasing for this for the middle born they said agreeable um which is more like go with the flow yeah whereas maybe with a firstborn it would be more like actively seeking to make people happy i think for uh if if we looked at it from the perspective of going with the flow then i would agree you're very like vibey if If we're not doing this, we're not doing this. If like, whatever the situation is, you're in the flow. Um, so in that sense of agreeability, um, I think it would match. I don't know that, and it, you could be a people pleaser as well. And I guess this is now where the personality type and birth order would kind of like clash much and now i guess your experiences or whatever but i think everything i think it's the source of people pleasing that's different because like the first ones are like doing it i think for like access to the parents or whatever it is um but the second ones are doing it to try and figure out their place it's more how do i fit in so in that sense of i know you're not getting the attention. So you just people please to just keep the peace. I guess in the peacemaker sense of the thing. It's like you're doing what everyone needs to keep the order as it is. Not to get attention, not to do anything. It's just to like keep things going keep the way as they should, yeah. you know, that kind yeah, of thing. I think sense. that's more where it falls in. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Then now my phone is dying. I've put it to charge because we are recording there. Um, The youngest tend to be more free-spirited due to their parents' increasingly free, laissez-faire, when was the last time I had that word, attitude towards parenting. The second...
0: Bless you, Cornelius. Sorry, my son is sneezing.
1: Bless you, Baba. Um, As a result, the baby of the family tends to have The following birth order traits, fun-loving, uncomplicated, manipulative, outgoing, attention-seeking, and self-centered. Youngest strengths, um, since parents don't have their eyes glued to last bonds, they may develop their own ways of winning attention. They are natural traumas, outgoing, have a great social personality, and most of them, many of them become like actors, comedians, that kind of thing. Um they are more agreeable than the first ones, and they are very adventurous so take the spotlight by being f- from their adventurous free-spirited type thing then the challenges that they have is they are known for feeling like nothing they do is important or none of their accomplishments are originals because they have siblings who are older than them so like if it's like i learned how to read it's like yeah you're like the fourth person to learn how to read in this family. So it's great. Okay. <laughs> like, yes. It's not like, wow. It's, it's like, boring. okay, like, great. C A T cut. We're happy for you, you know. Like that kind of feeling. Um and then like the the parents don't respond with as much excitement for their thing. So when it's like, oh my God, I rode the bike so fast, the parents are like, Yeah, cool. I'm happy for you, you know. So they don't get that. Um last bonds also um, last borns may also learn to use their roles as the baby to manipulate others to get their ways, and are likely to be the least disciplined. And they probably like fail to be held accountable by parents when it comes to things like chores and rules and stuff like that. So that's the last born. I want to put it together with only child because I feel like you it's might off. be both. Or do you want to do? Go last ahead. Like, lay it down. Okay. So being an only child is a unique position, woo, with no siblings to compete with, um, they monopolize the parents' attention and resources. They have the privilege and burden of having all of their parents' support and expectations on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. They tend to be mature for their age, perfectionists, conscientious, diligent leaders and leaders um so yeah that's what they have on the only children i put it together because i feel like you're more i feel like you have a lot of only child traits as well i feel like you're very mature um diligent you're very leadershipy i remember i keep saying this story of you making children when you're like you guys go to the slide i'm going to the swings and everyone stopped so i feel like that's where and then also having the advantage or how they put it is privilege and burden of having all of their parents support expectations and attention on their shoulders i was like yes mm-hmm. <laughs> that feels Correct. like somebody let me i'm not pointing fingers or anything but yeah uh-huh. let me tell you tell us.
0: what i reflect on a lot of it um I think there's only, like, one thing I disagree with. But on the things that I agree with, like, yes, I had all the attention of the parents. So when they talk about lastborns having lack of discipline, I would disagree with that. Because mom had nothing else but to discipline me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hate to say it like that. Like, it's not like I was abused. I was not abused, people. I was not abused. But, um... Like, because I was the only child, like, I was disciplined, mm. you know what I mean? But then I'm mm-hmm, sure if I asked yeah. you guys, you guys would say that I wasn't necessarily disciplined as much as you guys were, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Facts. Yep. Gavani? But, but I don't, so out of lived experience, I would say yes, but then I'm not, we also went there when now you are like seven and coming home with like dirty socks or oh, yeah. i don't know you know whatever the case may be um yeah. but yeah i can also i think now because of mom's personality there are some things now where i'm like yeah for sure you <sighs> get away Corona with. Has Damn. oh my god girl oh my goodness sorry guys i've lost you
0: <sighs> anyway we lost together you know saying, yeah
1: she should be back
0: in a second
1: yeah um but yeah, I was saying that uh, I feel for sure, in hindsight, there are a lot of things you might get away with mm-hmm. more, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't think it means that you are disciplined less. Does that That's make fair. sense? That's fair. Yeah. I missed the conversation because my <laughs> internet was just like, ha ha, ha bye. Yeah. So... Um, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know that you are disciplined, I feel like you are disciplined less, but not really. I feel like I can't explain what less is, because I feel like every maybe. child what differently, yes. But mm-hmm. I don't think we can say less, because I feel like Nyam probably feels like she was disciplined a lot, but her version of what discipline is versus mine doesn't seem the same. So in my head, I'm like, she wasn't disciplined as much as me, but it's yeah. just that. What her version is? If you tell me I'm don't, her, she's like, oh my god, you know. Whereas yeah. me, if you tell me don't, I'm like, why? So for me, that's not exactly. discipline I feel like, yeah. So for that reason, I can't necessarily be like, yes, you were disciplined less, maybe yeah. less in the way, in the similar way I was disciplined. But I feel yeah. like our discipline was the same. Just different. um, but I feel like, yeah, just different. I feel like though you fit in both personalities depending on where um, you are because like if you are with us you have the ability to be like oh I don't have to be this responsible now there's two older people to be responsible mm-hmm. so you had the ease I only say that because I and I could have put this on you it could be wrong but I normally feel like I have less responsibility when me and I'm in the same space Yeah, like if I walk into a space and I'm with Nyam, I'm like oh I can be less adult I can be less you know ah. And I feel the same way too. I feel the same
0: way too. Like when I'm with you, I'm like, yeah, I have an older sibling who can take care of it. But then when I'm with Nyam, I'm like, no, I have to. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, (laughs) wow. No, I'm just joking. When I'm with Nyam, the same thing where I feel like, okay, I have an older sibling so I can change my mindset. I can like switch off some aspects of my thought process you know exactly mm, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: that's so, cool yum thank you because you're <laughs> the most adult. she carries the burden i don't know that that works yeah you really do yeah, <laughs> yeah. but so yeah. actually i think in the end shiko is more like a firstborn and only child before she is last um, last in terms of yeah traits. yeah 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 for sure i feel like she's the least last born of the three traits Honestly, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very firstborn. I am very middle child um, <laughs> as well. 100%. <laughs> and
0: then tie this one into the other episode, the personality one. And it just makes sense.
1: Yeah. It makes it so just. much more sense, right? It makes mm-hmm. so much more sense. So if you haven't listened to the other personality one, Um, I know this is a bonus episode for season 1 you can go and check out the episodes the full season was out a while ago so you can check out I think it was episode 3 was it 3 maybe it's called birth Um, order
0: versus personality
1: yeah so um, this is just like a follow up episode on that yeah What else do you guys want to add anything season 2 is coming super
0: soon don't even worry about it
1: we're back um we're sorting things guys i know i put a poll and you're like are they actually doing anything with the things we told them don't worry we looked at what it is you said we should discuss um Mm -hmm. we might be putting it in season two i don't know i know but i'm not telling you but yeah um and then uh we will consider the spin songs so you will
0: consider them (laughs) not not me okay i'm trying
1: to say okay i will consider the spin songs that was sent to me and then i'll let you know um as usual you can find us at okay kiasi on all platforms we had lost our instagram for a second there but we're back um so at okay kiasi on all platforms that's O K A Y K I A S I. um <laughs> you can listen to the podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts anywhere where they're available don't forget to rate us don't forget to like follow all of those things on those platforms um, and yeah I think that's it
0: that's it Yay. so as usual
1: I'm Shiga. I'm Yam and
0: I'm Gavani and this has been OK Kiyasi thank you so much for listening we'll okay, see you Kiyasi. very soon bye
1: <laughs> bye